Good morning. It's July 10th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Fear, and that was Zach Williams singing Fear is a Liar. When I am afraid, I will trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? Psalm 56, 3. We in America are living in a time of fear. Not many would dispute that. We have a pandemic that no authority seems to know best how to combat, which leads to dispute, not only on the right approach, but who has authority to curb our individual liberties. We have a breakdown of civil authority stemming from race riots that have damaged the cause of those who would peacefully continue to work for change. Now both of these crises have become politicized, as we come into a bizarre presidential election like none we've ever encountered in the past. The very fabric of our society, from traditional constructs and institutions of law and order, to professional and college sports, to all forms of entertainment indoor and out, is fraying around the edges and threatening to come completely unraveled. America is living in a time of fear. There's no doubt about it. But there is an answer for fear. The answer is to see clearly to understand the characteristics of right and wrong, and to know where to find the truth. Our pastor once told of finally going to the optometrist and getting properly refracted. It opened a whole new world of clarity to him. He was so excited that he made a pair of glasses for his wife, too. No, that's not what he did. What he did was make her an appointment with the optometrist. The change in his life that he wanted to share with the one he loved allowed him to know to whom she should go for help to find clarity. We need help. Fear about societal changes, parenting, schooling, work, relationships, our health, and a myriad of other things cause not only sleeplessness, but distinct physiologic changes that are detrimental. Weight gain and loss, cardiac arrhythmias, increased pain, immune system failures are all well-recognized consequences of chronic fear states. Once we accept that we are afraid, what do we do? Do we listen to Dr. Phil and practice the golden rule, learning to say no? Do we watch Dr. Oz, take more omega-3s, get organized, and stop arriving late? We could do all of these, and sometimes different steps might help a little for a while, but there's another option. Pastor Pete Briscoe, author and podcaster on Telling the Truth, recommends this, dive into the Bible. He says there are three types of people described in Romans 1, hedonists, who stiff-arm God and trade the truth for the lie of idolatry, finger-pointers who pass judgment on others with contempt for God's kindness, and do-gooders who live by a stringent set of rules that they want everyone to follow, though they fail to follow them themselves.
Sounds awful. But we have met the enemy, and they are us. Romans 3, 9 through 10. Christ came for the average Joe, not especially for the learned scholar or the righteous priest or the government authority, although he came for them as well. The angels appeared to the poorest of the poor on that little hillside in Bethlehem, the illiterate, filthy, social outcast, the physical laborer, the shepherd. The first words out of their mouths were, Fear not, Luke 2, 8 through 10. Did they mean don't be scared out of your mind because a host of angels just appeared over your head in the night sky? Or did they mean something more? The very next words out of the angel's mouth were these, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all mankind. Of all the hundreds of thousands of words in the Bible, in fact, 783,137 in the King James Version, if you ever wondered, these are the ones that should catch your attention. The good news is quite simply that you never need to be afraid again. Never. How does that sound? The God who created the universe, more powerful than the mind of man can possibly conceive, loves you personally, so much that he sacrificed his only son. And if you only believe in him, you will never die but have eternal life. John 3.16 Think on that the next time you find yourself really, really afraid. What's the worst that can happen? What do we fear more than illness, pain, separation from loved ones? Death. And guess what? For those who believe, the worst can't happen, ever, under any circumstance. What then can mortal man do to me? Ha! As the British say, pish posh. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. John 10.27 Father God, we trust you, but we need to trust you even more. When fear warps our perspective, alters our physiology, and often our treatment of others, Holy Spirit, point us to the truth. Point us to the answers in Scripture, right there in front of us. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.